See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Oh my gosh, we are back for another week of exciting B-movie extravaganza. From the 80s this week. Yeah, this week's from the 80s. My name's Mal, with me as always. Dr. Morbius. And parts unknown, and this is Slow Robot A Go-Go, Big Show 254. We won't talk about this movie yet, but I read somewhere, is this, would you think, do you think this is a spoof of teen... Movies, teen comedies from the eighties. I don't think it could be because they weren't really that established when this came out. Yeah, I think it. I think by eighty five, those John Hughes movies like uh, mm. Pretty in Pink and uh, Sixteen Candles. No, okay, no? maybe okay. I. It, to me, it was just one of those. Uh, just a funny movie. That's a goofball. I, I will. I will apologize to all our purists out there. I know I say always say B to Z grade. This is not a B movie. Um. I indulged myself a little bit and just watched something funny. It's uh, We're talking about Better Off Dead this week, which is not a B-movie, but it's kind of in the in the spirit of a B-movie. It's a very spoof, it's in the spirit. spoofy, silly... Mad Magazine. This was a fun. very funny comedy. Well, I mean, we'll get back uh, to that yeah. later. Um, yeah. Sure. Now, I will ask the question again this oh week because you're forgetting to ask it. Did you watch anything I, this week? I didn't week? watch anything this week. And I didn't either, so... I did, well, I did watch. I watched... Um, I, I delved into Reels again. Oh, you watched one of those. So, okay. Yeah, so I watched Reels. Uh, they talked about Charlie Sheehan and his winning. Oh, uh, God, that was... Wow, good. he's a loser. He, Total loser. I mean, but, Amer- but America seems to love it. Him and his dad are a bunch of weirdos, man. Yeah. Uh, Emilio seems to be mellow, you know, and uh, Joe is I, I cool. I like Emilio. Emilio's cool. Joe is cool, yeah, but George. Martin and Charlie are a little, you know, unhinged, yeah. as they I, say. From way, the way it seems, what the way they pitched it anyway, I don't know, is that Martin never uh, Martin never uh, held Char- uh, Charlie accountable, and he was around women and drugs his whole life. Uh, Even at an early age, he was he was buying hookers with his dad's card at 15 and 16, oh, and, 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 and his dad just was like, just don't don't do it again. Yeah. Hey, stop it. Yeah. Stop. So you know. That now, happens. Now, sometimes. now, the, the some of the weird scandal in there is like, wow, this is crazy town. You yeah. Know? What channel? I mean, I I I remember reels being like on some of the lower end channels on the cable, but I guess yeah. they moved. I mean, it's really high up there. It's like thirteen it's something. Like Twelve thousand and fifty. Yes. Yeah. Okay, that one. Because right. they have like I like autopsy kind of shows the last hours of some of the stars' lives, like Hendrix and uh, stuff like you uh, know, yeah. which is kind of interesting. Now I know it's also very morbid, but it's because it, yeah. it these are from medical examiners and they're like going through like almost like a case study saying what now happened? this is what was in his blood, this is what was in his stomach, drugs. This is it, you know the, drugs. The, the, Lots of drugs. Lots of drugs. Morrison, lots of drugs. Joplin, more so. But neat. It's also neat because they do a more in-depth dive in it, and it's kind of. It has the feel or the air of being scientific. It's not. I get it. But, but it has some legitimacy because they're talking about. But stuff. the worst, stupidest one is, is 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 the two. As far as what they happened to them for the when they died is. Hendrix and Bonham, they both choked on their vomit because they were drunk out of their minds. Yeah. How stupid is that? How stupid is you that? You must be really out of it, too. 
Cause I'll passed t- out. Well, I'll tell you what, because I've been pretty drunk and I've had that happen. But you you cough and you wake up. Like, you have to be really, really, really inebriated or, or on drugs and alcohol to, that your body doesn't know to react to that. Yeah. And it scares the hell out of you. It happened to me a couple of times and it scared the hell out of, of me. Of course. Because I had flashbacks of Hendrix. <laughs> you know, you're like, uh, holy crap, you know. Uh, but that's the kind of stuff where you're like, just, I don't know, but... These are interesting stories, and a lot of what you watch is kind of cool about it, you know. Yeah. Um, this week, of course, is, is is playoff madness, the first round of playoffs. Well, so. no, we're like two months ahead, so. I know. By the time <laughs> they, by the time you hear by, this, by the, the time Super you hear the Bowl, Patriots won the Super Bowl, the Patriots Bowl, will have won. Or the Giants beat the Patriots in the Super never, Bowl. Never, never happened. That's funny. That's funny. We'll see if this happens. Nah, Patriots are gonna mop everyone up. They're it, they're crowned. It's I, already I, done. Like. They've already crowned them. It's, there's no one that's going to stop them. You know? I, I, I think, I, okay, since we're like two months in the, ahead of her, I'm, I'm predicting Patriots. Oh, prediction, yeah. Okay. I'm predicting Patriots and Cowboys in the in the Super Bowl. See, I want that. No, I don't want that. You don't want that. Uh, no, but I'm, I think Green Bay might run. I they, don't know. I, I don't either, but... I don't know. And, you know... Well, what's yours? You make Just make yours. Oh, Patriots. Pa- Patriots and who? We're playing who in the Super Bowl? <sighs> Could it be the Seahawks? No, they're kind of weak. This I season. go on a limb. I nah, know. I'll go Patriots, Green Bay, but Patriots are going to win no matter who they so, play. So, so you're going to go Patriots, Green Bay, Patriots win Super Bowl. It's going to be like forty to seventeen, forty-two to seventeen. And I'm outside. going Dallas and Patriots, and I'm saying Dallas beats them like oh twenty-seven God. to twenty-four. Good, wow, that'd I'm be, going Dallas. That'd be exciting, but. If Patriots are in it, I might not even watch it. I mean, I, I hate, yeah. I, I, I'm so, so tired of them. I hate them so, so much. So that's our prediction. I think I'm gonna make up a T-shirt with my silk screen business. It just says, "My favorite team in the NFL is whoever's playing the Patriots." Is whoever beats the Patriots. Yeah, there you go. Because playing can mean losing. Oh uh, yeah, and and in that division, they're guaranteed to, to walk in every year. Yeah. Every year, because nobody, they have the three most hapless teams in the history of the NFL. Sure. Every just they just take their lunch money and push them down on the way into the stadiums. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah, well, Ugh, again, this is, show is done uh, in advance, so yeah. we'll save our predictions, because this wow. show should play after the Super Bowl. Okay, so yeah, so if you're if you're trying to do the timeline of when Slow Robot is, you can, like, now you know, because I just said it's the first week of playoffs, so you can chart it, man. You can chart it. Wow, see what deep. We'll I don't think how. anyone likes what we say that much that they would chart. No, maybe in Germany. <laughs> yeah, go Germany. <laughs> World Cup. Don would hate us for that, though. Uh-oh, you're seeing something on the big screen. Oh, there. yeah, sure am. This is weird. What, what, is your cat trying to break on through or something? Oh, all right, hold on. We'll be right back. Okay, now now everything's everything's as it should be. The cat has broken into the studio, and he's he's, he's wandering about to wandering and fro. Wandering around, getting ready to jump on somebody. Sure and, is. Uh, he's staring at you like, hey, can I jump on you? And the world's like, most famous cat, Destructo. Yes, he's, he, he destructs the screens in your... Uh, so yeah, yes. So anyway, we're getting so back reels, to where were we? Yeah, reels. Uh, I don't watch a lot of stuff on it, but I do kind of like. I'll go on every now and then. I just go a week. I'll I'll scan the entire week to see what they're having, <laughs> what they're playing, and then I'll just record stuff here and there, you know. And yeah. so you do. Yeah, and so you do. So, oh now, okay. So now we've made our predictions. We both say. Oh no, you say Dallas is going to win. I say Dallas wins. Uh, and I'm going to say, of course, Patriots. Patriots, because no one's going to stop the Patriots. All right, you say Patriots, they're, Green Bay. They're, no one's going to stop them for the next 23 years. It's going to just be nothing but Patriots 23 years in a row. That's so my, you're saying that, uh, my and prediction. And you're saying the NFC Championship game will be Dallas and Green Bay. Green Bay winning. Yes. 
and I say that it's going to be. Uh, I say that the championship game of the NFC is going to be Dallas, and um, I'm going to go. Uh, I'm not going to go Green Bay. I'm going to go Seahawks. Seattle. Yeah. I go Seattle. And the AFC. There's no way Detroit's going to win in Seattle. No. I mean Detroit can't win in Detroit. So like no. they're going to go to Seattle and just get mopped up. You know. And in the AFC championship game is going to be the Patriots against the Steelers. Yeah, that's I'm the same. No one mentioned. No one's mentioning the Giants. No one's mentioning the. I think the Giants will. Win, uh, the Giants play the. Well, no. If we're going to if we're going to go Green Bay, it means the Giants aren't going to go because the Giants are going to Lambeau this week to play. Yeah. If it's like if it's a blizzard, I don't know. It could be anybody. You know, and 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 the reality except, of it you is, know, except you know, if it's a blizzard. The Giants have a really good defense, oh. and the and and it's tough to catch in a blizzard. And the yeah, and, and the backers have not a great running game. So. No, they have no they have no running game. So, they yeah. have a wide receiver as a running game. Yeah. Hey, this is slow football a go go. Yes, the, exactly. Um, you know, the one thing, the other thing I should say is, man, no one better hope. Even if you're a damn Miami fan, you better pray Steelers win, because there is no way in the world and <laughs> the God's green earth that if Miami would beat the Steelers, the yeah, Patriots please. are one million percent guaranteed Super Bowl. But you know the, the they're the, not even going to play their starters against the, Miami. But, but you know, no, but you know <laughs> that the, the the Patriots going to Miami have lost a couple times. Yeah, going to Miami, but going to Miami, no, that's the problem. Everyone's going into cheat town. Exactly. Uh, like the, everybody, when it, when you go to New England, it's like, hey, my helmet's not working. I can't like yeah. get any reception. That's here. weird. I can hear Bill Belichick, bre- Bill Belichick breathing in my headphones. That yeah. is that normal? What oh, is okay. That? Yeah. So here, this is what we're gonna do. Defense. Oh, now you pick this off and you win. And the end. And <laughs> deflated balls. Yeah. Oh well, it's just my hatred coming through. Sorry, everyone. Yeah, not just yours. And I'm sorry to our German listeners because. We were talking about American football, which is boring and dumb compared to what you like to watch. So, sorry. Anyway, yeah. now it's going to take a trailer break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the more important things, which is, of course, B-movies. Not a B-movie. A-movie no. this week, but B-movies kind of in general. A-movie. I'm talking in general, you know. It's an A-movie with a B-movie feel. Yep. It's the best of everything. Or the worst of everything. I don't know. It's better off dead. How can you shoot women, children? <laughs> Easy. You just don't lead him so much! <laughs> You're listening to a sound from the 1940s, one of the big hits by Glenn Miller and his orchestra. This is another sound from the 40s, not a very popular sound. It's the voice of madness, of chaos. This man, Adolf Hitler, used the power of hate to manipulate millions. But there were those who wouldn't listen to his voice of insanity. There were some who cared about life. The Hiding Place is the true story of one family who cared, cared enough to die. The Hiding Place, starring Julie Harris, Arthur O'Connell, and Academy Award winner Eileen Heckert, introducing Jeanette Clift, filmed on location in color by Worldwide Pictures. If caring means anything, if love matters at all, see The Hiding Place. Welcome to the 23rd century. 
MGM presents the Saul David production of Logan's Run. Imagine, you live in a world of total pleasure, totally controlled by technology for the satisfaction of your every wish. There's just one catch. Imagine, a tiny computerized crystal glows in the palm of your hand. Your life clock. It guides you through an existence in which each day is more wonderful than the last. There's just one catch. Imagine the fulfillment of every fantasy. There's just one catch. When your life clock flashes from red to black, you have just ten days left. Logan's Run. The perfect world of total pleasure. Run, Logan. Logan's Run. It begins where imagination ends. Run, Logan. There's just one Hatch. Logan's Run, rated PG parental guidance, released by United Artists. Julie Christie carries a demon seed. Fear for her. I have a mind without a body. Fear the power that is something more than human. My child shall live as a man among others. Child? Yes, my child and yours. MGM presents Demon Seed. Rated R under 17, not admitted without parent. Released by United Artists. Julie Christie carries the Demon Seed. Fear for her. You forgot smoking lamp. I'm sorry. Was that expensive piece? Oh, but before we get into our movie, uh, last week you went up to uh, Georgia with uh, with oh, King yeah, Don yeah. for the Two Dimension podcast. How was that? Did you have a good time? Yeah, we did an on the road show. We, did, <laughs> we drove up we, while well, Don held the uh, recorder and talked about comics, and we met up with uh, Houston over at the Yancey Street store. We got mm-hmm. him to talk a little bit, and then we came back and you know talked about what we purchased. And, yeah. Uh, so you, uh, did you did you get a lot of stuff? Yeah, I wasn't planning to, but yeah, they had a sale. Like, if you spent, like, I think it was, like, 30 bucks, you get 20 off or something. Oh, so nice. I had, like, 20-something bucks, so I ended up spending a little more and getting more, so yay. <laughs> but, yeah, everybody got stuff. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, that's a good store, Yancey yeah. Street. Oh, and, is uh, it? Yeah. And New Port Ritchie or Port Ritchie. I don't know. I don't know where he li- I think it's Port Ritchie. I don't Old know. Port Ritchie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's in the mall. It's a nice store, but uh, it's funny because it was, like... He, Don sent me a YouTube clip. There's a young couple uh, who have a, 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 whatchamacallit, um, I wouldn't call it a podcast, but they film themselves going to comic shops, uh. I guess throughout the country. And you know, they, they filmed themselves going to this one in Brooklyn. There's a shop that actually bought mail order from guy Joseph Koch. It was kind of interesting to see, you know, what it was like because you order stuff from places, you know what it looks like. And yeah. basically, this was like this, you know, in the middle of Brooklyn and like on the side street, it was like a warehouse. It wasn't even a storefront. It doesn't even say comics on the front. So you walk in, you have to know that it's there. You have to walk upstairs and it's this huge comic book warehouse where he sells oh books God. out of it. You know, so they go all over the place. It's kind of fun. So we kind of did an audio version of it. They do the video version yeah. of it. When they go inside the shop, they, you know, they like film themselves. And, you That's know, funny. It is pretty cool, but yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Hey, buddy boy, you came out That's from That's a good time. All right. So now we're... now. So make sure you go to bunchdorks.com and listen to uh, the po- middle podcast. The top one, of course, is this one, Slow Robot Go Go. Oh, you know what? We should play... Do you, you have the promo for... Uh, yeah. Yeah, we should play I'll the drop Two it Dimension. In. Drop it in, yeah. All right. So that, and then the Two Dimension podcast is the comic book one that's in the middle, and then... Bunch of Dorks is the cursey one with music at the yeah, bottom. Yeah, and uh, the uh, indie circuit is your music show, and oh. Asian cult cinema is Everywhere. what we do. So like go to go to RadioStPete.com, and then uh, the two that we just mentioned, the indie circuit and the Asian cult cinema, are 
our uh, go to the archive section, and that's us in, on the Radio St. Pete. And, of yeah. course, listen to Radio St. Pete uh, just in general. Yeah, just in general, and uh, we don't yeah. cuss on that one. So no, we're not allowed know, to. We're, we're nice. Not on so if you're at a cubicle where you're allowed to wear headphones, you should listen to that. I'm not allowed to wear headphones, so I can't. Anymore. That's right, you're not. You, oh. have to, you have to listen to like complaining of, hey, buddy, boy, you're going to jump up here, aren't you? It's brutal. Yeah, you are. I so anyway, that. all right. And uh, now, what what are we talking about? The uh, We're talking about the John better, Cusack class. John Cusack, Better Off Dead. And it, this movie, I didn't realize it until I was watching it that, oh, I know every word of this movie. I know every cadence. I must have watched this a lot, a lot, he a lot. He is heavy, dude. I mean, I got my, oh my legs crossed, and he's standing on my leg. D- destructo, and I felt my, it. Yeah, Destructo, went, oh, my destructo. cat, uh, jumped up on the Dr. Morbius, and uh, yeah, he's a fairly large cat. He's at four, when, he's, when he steps on this leg, it really He's hurts. like 14 pounds. Okay, you're going to go down now, my buddy. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> he's looking at you like, uh... Come on, buddy boy. Yeah. He's I looking was, at you like, make me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. Uh, yeah, buddy boy. I love you, too. So, I know. Okay. Slow catagogo. <laughs> anyway, back to our movie. Yeah, sorry everyone, we're kind of getting all over the place today. The uh, the movie is, uh, I would say now comedies don't often hold up, as evident as most evident by um, by the one we're doing for Asian Cult Cinema this week called What's Up Tiger Lily. Comedies have a ch- ha- very often the shelf life for a comedy is not very long, it, and then they kind of become. I don't want to say stale. They just don't hit. They're of their know. time. Yeah, they're of their time. But this one, at least to me, now maybe it's because I was an 80s kid. This one was incredibly funny. I, funny I laughed movie. a lot. Like the, It's a funny movie. There was so much going on, but it's just stupidity. Like, you know, this guy is really... Uh, John Cusack plays a uh, super obsessive boyfriend who's oh, just madly time. in love with his, with his girlfriend. Who, the girlfriend is just a... Flippant, like who cares? Like a teenager, just yeah, exactly. date someone, yeah. date someone else, date someone else, you know. And uh, and his family is really funny. Like the dad is uh, from Mash, wasn't it? Was David Ogden Steers? No, not Mash. What was he in? He was on Mash. Yeah. Okay, yeah, he was. The He's the guy who replaced uh, Larry Linville. He replaced uh, right. Uh, I forget what the, his character's name was. Yeah. Uh, so he was on. And, and he was then, the other stuffy, jerky doctor. Yeah, jerky right? doctor. And he and then the mother is just this f- Kim Darby from Don't uh, Wait Until uh, Don't Be Afraid of the Dark and other movies. Okay, but she plays this mother that's just out of loony. She's a loon, like she just oh, like he sits down for dinner and and he's like oh, or for breakfast and she's like I remember you said you didn't like uh, ba- fried bacon, so I boiled it. <laughs> it's yeah, just yeah. green stuff. Everything like, she made was disgusting. Uh, and they would walk out of the plate. I like the one that walked off the plate. Like, and that's the thing. This is this breaks like yeah. This breaks a lot. They don't break fourth wall and talk to you with stinks. But I mean, they do a lot of that stuff where they like something couldn't possibly happen, but it does. You know, like yeah. he's sitting there all depressed, thinking about suicide, and his food is so bad it gets up and walks off the plate. You yeah. know, and they don't even make mention of it. They just find like. Okay, I'm done. You know, he just gets up. It's like a screwball comedy or something. It is a very screwball comedy, but not uh, scary movie level or airplane. No, no. Not like that constant barrage of, of insanity. There is a story here. You know. Yeah, it's a light, it's a light screwball comedy. It's not like so super. It's parody. almost like a romance it's comedy. It's not like super know. parody. Yeah, it's a romance comedy for like, you know, kids in the '80s. You know, like teenagers in the '80s. Yeah, it's like the, it's like more of a crazier version of Sixteen Candles or something yeah. like that. More off the wall. 
Lee Jack Cusack yeah. was in both movies too. One other thing I one thing I was thinking about because when you when I watch this stuff I always think about the show think about what to talk about what are some things that mean anything you know I often think some of the funniest comedies and some of the funniest uh, parodies are the ones that operate almost in caricature mode hmm. like the most absurd thing that that or the most like stereotypical thing that comes to people's minds is what they do. Like, mm. like when the when she, when she breaks up, all the songs are love songs, and and like everyone around him is asking permission to date her, yeah, yeah. and like, the, but like that would never happen. But if one song comes on the radio, that's the way people feel, and they they operate in like caricature levels of of broad sweeping uh, stereotypes, and that's this movie does that almost perfectly. Like yeah. everything is this hyped up generalization. Of the worst feeling you could have when you're yeah. when you lose your government or when somebody's picking on you or when yeah, yeah, you know yeah. or when your boss is telling you to pat the patties don't don't squish them you know <laughs> just really funny like that's what made this movie kind of endearing and I felt like a little bit like um, not timeless because let's not this isn't a timeless classic but people but people funny, do remember it they remember it's a funny it because I remember when when I say two dollars you know people yeah. remember that, <laughs> that, that stupid movie stupid kid chasing With, around now I don't know if you're going to know this or not and I didn't check I didn't I didn't do I didn't investigate the guy who was his uh, boss at that burger place yeah. was that Porky yeah it was Porky yeah. that was Porky oh, okay. yeah yeah so right. it, and there is a lot of people in this movie you know, like yeah. a lot of Diane Franklin, the, yeah. the the French girl, was in the Last American Version. She's in a lot of stuff. She's in a lot of stuff. Diane Franklin. And yeah. one thing that did strike me when I was checking and Booger out, was his yeah, best Booger, friend. Booger. Booger. Booger is his best friend. He's like, he was the comic genius of this movie. Believe it or not, like his lines were so poignant and silly, and he delivered them so straight laced. It yeah, was just yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, listen, Lane. I've been going to this high school for seven years. I'm no dummy. I'm no dummy. <laughs> <laughs> like, but that was his... He wasn't playing Booger. He was playing like a different character, but very funny. Like a, like a crazy drug addict that just was was like kept things moving along, but also was just silly and funny, you know? Yeah, yeah, He yeah, added yeah. a lot to the script. He added a lot to the, to the performances, you know? Uh, it was... I don't know. And they had some music, which they did a lot in the '80s stuff. Like they did the Van Halen, everyone wants, everybody wants yeah, some. And, yeah. and then there was like that really bad one where that girl was. Yeah, singing. I can't think of her name. Right now. I, I, I was really pissing me off, but you'll know her as Pee Wee's girlfriend in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah, you know? I forgot what her name was. But she's she was a big she was she had a few hits back then. Yeah, she was a she was a well known actress with in teen movies and stuff. Right. like Right, because yeah. you know, in, in the teen movies, I often wondered how this would hold up. If a kid would watch that today, not a like a mid like a like a young teen, like a young teen watches this, would they still laugh at this stuff? Would it Some still it. be like relevant? Because this is very eighties, you know. But but I know I'm kind of not. You but know. I'm pretty sure that your favorite part of this movie was the 1960 whatever Camaro. Oh, 1967 RS. Yeah, yeah, that's your favorite. That's part a nice of the car. Um, yeah. I remember as a kid going, there is no freaking way I would let my girlfriend jump in that car with those ski boots on at the end in such a oh, <laughs> but yeah. I've softened on that position a car is just a car like you know a car is just, if you're just a car if you're driving it and you love it that's cool but you know it's, it's just it's, just uh, clean your feet when you get in knock them off a little bit you know? yeah you know uh, 
Put your seatbelts on. So, there are so many just stupid things that that made me, like, like belly laugh. I, 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 like, really laughed at this a lot. I don't know. Did you, like, laugh at this stuff, or did you... I laughed in remembrance. It wasn't... I, it was funny, because I remember watching it, like, a long time ago. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I was watching, and I was expecting the scenes to come back. And I was like, oh, yeah, it was kind of like comfort food a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. more so than, like... But there was a few scenes that I cracked up on. I can't remember them right now, but... There's a few scenes that I cracked they up on. They also play around a lot with... There's a part where they animate. Now, they did this a lot more in Steve one... Steve Holland, the director, In One Crazy in Summer, they yeah. did this a lot more. Because he was a, a cartoonist in yeah. that movie. But in this one, there's once or twice where he's sketching stuff out and the, and the animation starts talking to him. And the, the, the... Cusack did a really good performance where he was being in the moment, but he was also very despondent and, like, contemplating suicide because his girlfriend leaves him. And then there's also times where he's like in another plane and yeah. he's like arguing with a piece of paper or yelling at yeah. the way he draws her pregnant on the board like what he's Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, slipping yeah. in and out of like of, of well, it's re- alternate like, realities. It's you kinda know? like, you know, when you're when you're subconsciously thinking of stuff and then you just do it. You That's know what, what I mean? this is. This operates a lot in the subconscious. That's I think you it's know It's like it's like I, I gotta tell you, I when when you mention that I gotta mention uh, during the break, ask me about two things. Isn't it about like Subconsciously doing that to some to to uh, <laughs> the other day, and I didn't mean to say this to this this very hot cashier. I didn't mean it to say <laughs> this, but it came out that way. And then and then we were talking about football, and the break reminded me. I don't know if you want to go to them. You were talking about like my team and the fact that they didn't fire their coach. Yeah. There was like there was a message board on there, on there <laughs> and the gifts that they put on were horrendous, <laughs> dude. They were like horrid, dude. It was like. There was a lot of puking in these gifts. Let me uh, just leave it that yikes, way. Yikes. Yeah. Anyway, we'll, we'll get back to We'll talk about that yeah. during the break. That's not for the so show. So that's cool. I mean, because uh, some comedies really, you remember them funny. I'm sure you do a lot, too. Like this from the some of them stuff, don't hold up. And they just are garbage town, you know? This one does. And I think, like, Blues Brothers does, for the most part, I don't think that the airplanes would hold up now. The I, first one does. I would laugh and love them. The em, first one does. But the I, second one, no. And I, it, it became very apparent that I this must have made it into my rotation. Like that. Remember I always talk about what we'd be drinking every weekend and eventually Death Race 2000 would come on. Um, there was there was some that just played all the time and it, it became very apparent that this was one of them. Now, it must have only been for a short period of time, but I remembered every line and every cadence of every line. In this movie? Of this movie. Oh, my God. Like, so I knew the you words. You watched this a hundred times. And the cadence, you? and I was like, uh-oh. And I didn't remember that of this movie, but it, it had, you know. Okay. It's, like I said, these movies, whether they're good or bad, if I watch them and enjoy them then, yeah. it's comfort food. It's like, wow, I remember a time when... Like, you know, I was younger, you know, I was, like, livelier. I had cartilage in your knees still. I had had more hair on my head, you know. (laughs) You know, it was, and then, (laughs) and then I was, like, watching these movies, and I actually liked movies. I saw, I went to theaters and went like, movie theaters. Yeah, that kind of stuff, you know. But um, I can't think of too many that don't hold up. But then again, there's some the ones that I don't want well, to go back and see. There's a lot I avoid because I, I don't. This want one to I didn't mind going yeah. back and, and seeing. I don't. Well, I alluded to it a little bit, but we do we do a show on uh, Radio St. B called Asian Cult Cinema. The one you chose for this week, I don't think held up at all. Oh, that one, yeah. I mean, we we did. T- What's up, Tiger Lily? It, it was it was always kind of. You know what it was? It's always kind of like. 
It wasn't as funny as the guys who wrote it thought it was, but it's a unique movie. It's, oh, it was it was it was a one of a kind yeah. thing. And I have I, a feeling because we're going to be doing that later today. I know. I think we're going to be talking about it more than we're not going to go scene for scene on it, but I think we're going to just be kind of talking about it and him and stuff. There's a lot with comedies that it's almost more than anything else. Like a horror movie is a horror movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, a sci-fi movie, other than CG and crap right, right. and technology. A comedy, it hits you, it's your sense of humor. If it gets you... Yeah, and different times in your life, things are funny and aren't. But, different times in your life, things are popular and not. You but, know. but this movie, the, the one we're going to talk about, which we shouldn't be talking about here, but yes. we are, is, is an influence. It's, it's an, even though you never saw it, it influenced your life in a way. Oh, well, yeah, because... That, that, because that, of Dub 420. Oh, Dub 420, which people said that it was like that, and I was like, well, that's not like that, but then it is. I mean, I just never saw that movie, but it also then it also cha- influenced there, it because MST had to break that mold and they did that's how that became but there was so. also a TV show called Mad Movies that was doing mm. the same thing but I think it take care this movie that movie was from 66 but yeah. enough uh, of that we're talking yeah. about Better Off Dead yeah, the guy breaks up with his girlfriend and the yep. whole movie is him being despondent about her contemplating suicide she she he's dating her and he's very obsessed. He has like her picture on all of his hangers and his walk-in yeah, closet, yeah. <laughs> like everything. He wakes up and kisses her picture, and then like gets ready, and he. And then she wakes up, and she has his picture in like a, and then she takes it out, puts it in the garbage, and puts the, the other guys the instructors cause, in. Cause, and then she, and then she's talking to somebody on the phone, and she's like, "Oh, I'm just gonna tell him later." You know how he gets? Yeah, he threw up, but he had to, he had to buy that guy a new hat. Like they mentioned that, that <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like stuff they say gets re-mentioned like lightly in like later in the movie and that's what kind of keeps it funny and silly yeah but so she's like oh i'm gonna just break up with him because she's flipping and she's like oh yeah i'm gonna date tad he's so k-12 like (laughs) there's this one guy in town who's like the captain of the high school ski team who thinks he's like greater than god he he skied down the k-12 which is this mountain yeah um and numerous times, like, at some point, uh, John Cusack goes to get his ski fixed, and this guy comes out in a full body cast in a wheelchair. Yeah, he's right. like, you know, after the Olympics, everything looks so easy. Boy, that K-12 put me in a, <laughs> yeah. in a full, full body cast. He's like, <laughs> as, as John Cusack's going to ski down the K-12. Yeah, you know, right, exactly. It's, but that kind of stuff is so silly and funny. So she's there, and she's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to break up with him after. And this this ski team... And this guy is like the quintessential '80s yuppie. Like, He's like oh, he oh. looks like the guy that used that was towards. Remember Ted McGinley? You know who Ted McGinley is? No. Okay, I'm Ted, sure I do, but Ted McGinley first. I don't know if he, if he didn't first start, but Ted McGinley was just like on usually like on ABC started out, but Mister like good looking, perfect teeth guy. He replaced I think Richie Cunningham on Happy Days towards the end. Like when Richie Cunningham wow. was gone, it was Chachi, Fonzie, <laughs> and Ted McGinley. He also replaced, and they made jokes about this in those sitcoms. In Married with Children, remember when the original husband went away? He replaced the original husband in, in Married oh with Children. God. Ted McGinley. Yeah. Oh, I don't they remember. Were, they, were, they used to make reference to him whenever that he was always the replacement He's like the actor <laughs> in all these movies. The guy looks like him, but it's not him. It would have been perfect if it would have been him, but. It wasn't him, so yeah. So, he's like the rival. Yeah, and yeah, he's the, and he plays being the bad guy like perfectly, because yeah. he's like so smug and and he's like, which one? W- w- okay, which one of you finds ski bunnies wants to hold my clipboard? Yeah, right. And he hands it to him. He's like, what's your name, Beth? That's my favorite name. Yeah, right. But right before he goes, who, he goes, what's your name? And Booker's next to him. He goes, Charles, and he goes, yeah. shut up. He like pushes <laughs> down. That, that's the stuff that he adds to this yeah, whole movie. Yeah, yeah. And uh. 
Then he's like, all right, well, go get him, Myers. And he's like, who's the next victim? He like, And, of course, they make it like he didn't make the time travel in time, but he did. Not the time uh, trial, but like, that's the time trial. That's uh, the other the time trial, yeah. And but then he's like, so that starts the downward spiral, and then she breaks up with him. So he didn't make the ski team, even though he, he technically he would have if they would have counted yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And then, then he loses his girlfriend. So he's he's driving home and just in a funk, you know. And he's got that station wagon. And then and then another recurring gag was the two Asian guys. Yeah. And it's a you see Asian guys where one the driver can't speak English but his brother speaks English but he learned it by watching the wild world of sports. So he talks like and how it goes south. And they have like this old Nova <laughs> and they have like a like the, the, the bullhorn on the top of it like a, like like at a, a stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every time they pull up to a stoplight the, he's sitting there and the, and the you see the two Asian guys and they're wearing racing gloves and helmets and he, and and the wild world of sports uh, commentator like that on, that yellow yeah. shirt and he's like and he's like that is uh, truly a sight to behold and <laughs> like he's commentating the race there's Myers looking despondent will he win the race today it would be uh triumph of will and he and every time they do it then then myers like myers puts on these rubber washing uh, yeah, dishwashing gloves, gloves or whatever and, like these goggles and the first time he actually has it in reserve, reverse and hits hit, the, the truck who's been driven by porky yeah porky yeah every porky. time he hits them and then the guy gets out and tries to kill him yeah you right. know and then it cuts scene <laughs> So now we're at home and he's oh. yeah, and his dad's like after a point he's got he's got this brother who doesn't talk but he's like this like genius or whatever. Yeah, he's always building lasers he's like ray guns, building and lasers and ray guns and you know but he doesn't never says a word or whatever you know what I mean. Yeah. And the dad doesn't know what to do. The dad there's like all these gags. Basically, all this movie is like eighty percent gags or whatever. You oh know? yeah, because the guy the dad goes to get breakfast and all the cereal pops out of the bottom. because then the mother goes oh that's because you're wanted to send the coupons to the kid wanted to get something the kid mails away for all those prizes yeah but he doesn't wait for the boxes to be empty he just cuts yeah, holes yeah, in them and the dad's just lifting box after box and just pouring cereal onto the floor and then and he's like oh we gotta talk about that car cause there's a car that he bought that's underneath a, a tarp he never got it running yeah I can relate to that cause that happened to me I bought my dad found a 69 Firebird for me when I was a wow. kid and um but it wasn't running and my friend Paul, who had, who had, uh, his dad was, they built a car together. They built a Mustang together. Wow. But you know, I just and I it just sat there and rotted away. You never you know? were able to get it to work. No, wow. we brought I brought it down to Florida. I got an engine in and running, but I ended up selling it. it just, oh, okay. Um, but it was it was like that where it was just underneath a tarp, and I just didn't have the wherewithal or the or the guidance. Uh, you yeah. know, my dad wasn't my dad's thing. He wasn't fixing a car. He wasn't a car guy. No. Oh, okay. So. So now, while all this stuff is going on around the house, then there's also the neighbor has a foreign exchange student from France show up, and the neighbor. This is very suburbs, uh, <laughs> you know. And so the neighbors are like these weird family <laughs> where it's the mother and a and a son, and they got this French exchange student almost like as a try. She's trying to make it like her boy, her son's girlfriend, <laughs> you know. <laughs> And the girl's a real, she's a really good actress and she's funny. I, Diane Franklin. Yeah, Diane Franklin. I looked up. I was like, okay, that's, uh, she played a she played a really good love interest, you know, uh, of Lane Myers. He didn't like her, but she liked him kind of, and then they just fell in love like naturally. Um, <clears throat> so I'm tr- I'm trying to like think of the the plot line is basically now. 
He's all he does is try to get back with his girlfriend. And his girlfriend is now dating that smarmy guy he's who who's boy. the jerk, and he's always bullying him. Yeah. You know, and they go to they go to school and like they and they play a lot of stuff up. Like they're they're in this math class with this who's the teacher? Oh, oh, Vincent Chiavelli. He was in uh, Fast Times at Ridgemont. Yeah, High. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. But he's like this. He's like this guy talking about this really weird. Uh, over teaching of like quantum physics and everybody's like, like oh, oh everyone oh. like loves his jokes and is laughing it's totally opposite you know and uh and they show him like okay who has the the answer to the homework from last night and they show people opening up like portable printers and like all these plots and stuff and he has nothing of course he just has a piece of gum stuck to a piece of paper so then they picks him to go up to the to the uh blackboard and, and they write the answer. and to write the answer and he flashbacks to him them losing their virginity together, which is yeah. part of why he loves her so much. But it's like, hey, you know that thing you brought me? It broke. <laughs> and he's like, hey, I'll buy you a new one. And she's like, don't you know what that means? It means I'm pregnant. But it must... They didn't really go into anything deeper than that. And thankfully, I don't need anything deeper than that. Like an yeah. abortion scene or some dumb sh- dumb shit like that. Mm. So, all right, we'll, we'll take a, a trailer break and then we'll get back into it. Because, I mean, there's... The end of this is kind of the setup and the reveal is fairly quick. Mm-hmm. Um, this isn't... This movie doesn't feel long. It's mostly just... Almost like funny joke, funny Shite joke, gags, little know. bit here, a little bit there, you know. Then the romance Recur- happens. Especially a lot of recurring jokes. Oh yeah, They're funny though. Yeah, that's that's the thing they hit, and then they keep hitting. So, all right, we're gonna take a trailer break, and then we come back. We're gonna find out if you are actually indeed better off dead. Are you a faithless preacher, or are you a mean motherfucking servant of God? Slaughter. Slaughter. It's not only his name, it's his business, and sometimes his pleasure. Slaughter. The fuzz wanted him alive for a murder rap. The mob wanted him dead for insurance. She wanted him healthy for personal reasons. And that's only for openers. Slaughter. He had a belly gun, four grenades, an automatic rifle, and a theory. The best defense is to attack. See Slaughter, starring Jim Brown, Stella Stevens, Rip Torn, and Cameron Mitchell. An American international picture rated R, under 17, not admitted without parents. Slaughter. Baddest cat that ever walked the earth. The Naked Whip. Mercy. The most chilling, most terrifying motion picture you have ever seen. The Naked Whip. The shocker of all shockers. Rated R. Come early, beat the crowds. It's breaking records everywhere. The money we do have is not for spending, it's for saving. Kenny's sweet virgin ass, man. Trapped. 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 (laughs) They're trapped in a whirlpool of shrieking fear. From the most fiendish idea ever conceived by the human brain. The brainiac. Ameth has a friend. She was beautiful, desirable, and not altogether human. The curse of the crying women. Together they will trap you in a world of horror. But if you live through it, Never forget the brainiac and the curse of the crying women. You gotta give me a ride. 
I'm way too big to drive to the devil's house. So yeah, now we're back. Uh, oh so, yeah, the, 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 you're getting set. You, you got the, the 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 people across the street with the with the French man, and, and it's like this this overweight son and his overbearing overweight mother, like oh yeah yeah. Ricky's really yeah, Ricky's really in love with her, and he's putting his arm on around the girl, and the girl's like, uh, and she doesn't speak a bit of of English. She's like yeah yeah, yeah just sweet. Or so you, you know? think you know. Or so you think yeah. So and she's staring and she kind of stares at um, what's his face Cusack, but again he's so obsessed with you know yeah Beth. he doesn't notice anything yeah because his his and his his dad he's like reading books about how to talk hippies yeah trying yeah, to, yeah he's trying right to tell off. him to go he's trying to tell her to go date other women and, and gets him a date with some jerky his his law partner's daughter. And she comes out and just and he's like, okay, you're, I'm, and, and she's got the braces and the and the whole the whole mess of a you know thing. And she's like, look, I know you don't want to go out with me. I don't want to go out with you. So I calculate this date's going to cost like twenty five dollars. So just give me thirteen dollars and go home and we'll be okay. And he's like, okay. Yeah. So he does. And does he take checks? You know. Yeah, of course. One of the funnier things is like a lot of times, Cusack's sitting there looking in the mirror and he's like. Oh, that's it. You're gonna be a super stud. He's like trying to pump himself up, but he's a a lovable loser. Yeah, you know, basically, he's yeah. the iconic lovable loser. You know, he he fails at everything. He gets his dad gets him hired at that at Porky's uh, yeah. like a a restaurant, and he gets fired, thrown out. He gets fired because the guy got Porky. Go put that hat on. You got a hat with a pork nose with a pig face on it or whatever. And he, and Here's how you do the burgers. Meanwhile, while he's telling how to do the burgers. Porky puts out his cigar and one of the, yeah. the raw meat or whatever. And this is where he, he Kusak goes into one of his dreams. Yeah, he's daydreaming. He's yeah. daydreaming about like making a hamburger like like Frankenstein. He's pretending to be Frankenstein monster. Or like the doctor, you know, resurrecting yeah, it. Yeah, Frankenberger. And then all, and then um, like that's where they do the the Van Halen songs cut in there because everybody wants and some. And the animated little burgers. Show yeah, up so crazy. That. So yeah, there's all that stuff going on, and then Booger's always giving them bad advice. And yeah, I love the part. He's like, okay, I gotta k- ski this K12. If I could just do that, I would win yeah, Beth yeah, back. Right, yeah. And he's standing up there, and that's where Booger's like snorting snow off the top. He's always, of always snorting yellow, jello, snow, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it's the eighties. You know? It was the eighties, and he's like, "Look, you've been staring down this this thing. Would you just do it or don't do it? I want to go get the hell out of here." He's like, "It's Christmas Eve. My brother makes a killer eggnog with lighter fluid." And yeah, so he goes, "Look, I'll be your coach. Here's what you do." He goes, "Okay, tell me what to do." He goes, "You go down straight." And when you see no, something, no, you turn the no, other goes, way. He, goes, he just says this, go that way really fast. Yeah, right. If something gets in your way, you turn. Turn. <laughs> That's your coaching, bro. That's his coaching. And he <laughs> just jumps off and crashes, you know. Yeah, like usual, yeah. And then, because I'm trying to think, this is where, we're, I'm going to get this mixed up because it's not, it's just goofball thing, goofball thing, storyline, yeah, goofball yeah, thing. Because yeah. then there's a part where he's in class and or he's in the the lunchroom, which where they 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 do a lot of lunchroom scenes. Yeah. But that is kind of social hub for kids. Was the lunchroom back then? You yeah. know, I don't know what it is now. I'm assuming it's the lunchroom, but who knows? Maybe it's their timeout rooms or something. A quiet study lunch. Remember, uh, Ricky was stealing food from everybody while yeah. they were talking. <laughs> so. And at, at some point, I don't know if it was this point or right after, but we find out that the girl. Does speak? Oh, you know when you know when you find yeah. out when she does the speak dance. English is when they got when well, no, she got invited to eat dinner, and mom with a 
<laughs> with the lighter fluid and yeah well because yeah one of the times he's trying to kill himself because there's a reoccurring theme where the bicycle there's a kid who delivers papers who keeps smashing out the windows when, as he throws them and the kid's all like in black and he wears those those cut off gloves like he looks like a thug or a monster yeah, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. but and uh and he's smashing the windows so the, the windows are constantly getting smashed out that's a gag and Cusack's like kind of trying to kill himself a lot so he comes home because he's so depressed but he always says no at the end but then something bad happens like first time he's going to hang himself and he says what am I doing this is crazy and then the mom knocks him off the stool when she's vacuuming and he yeah. starts hanging himself yeah yeah and I don't know so then he, but he always lives of course you know and then he comes home and he sees that man burn the monk burning himself alive yeah. on the cover so he's dressed up in like that garb yeah and he's, he has a lighter th- a thing full of, of lighter fluid or dry right. But and then there's uh, a dinner party. There's a dinner party out of nowhere. So he sits at the table with a glass of lime like, fluid. Like, with all that stuff on. Like, it's like a rags on his head sideways and stuff, you know. Yeah, it was like a samurai. And then, like, you know, the and, and then, like, I invite Ricky, the girl or whatever, and they're trying to talk to her, and she's, like, only in French. So, like, while they're while she's serving food, you know, the, the Ricky's mom goes, oh... Let me get some of this liquor here. She puts it in there. She like yeah. drinks a bunch of lighter fluid. <laughs> She's like, oh, this tastes just like Dad's old moonshine from like. <laughs> yeah, and she lights it and it blows up. But before that, the mother's like, cut to, to impress the French girl, the French exchange student. She's like, here's some French fries, yeah, French fries, French dressing, French bread, and you're <laughs> like, oh no, and they're like. So while mom gets taken away, John Cusack is talking to the French girl. He finds that she actually speaks English, and he goes, "You speak English?" He goes, "Oh yes, I do." Perfectly, I of course. I just didn't want to talk to these. I thought know, that jerks. I thought she revealed that at the dance. Was it at the dance? Yeah, it was, was at the front? dance because it, it blows up, and then they then they go. Then they're oh, at that dance. Okay, that was she, in front of the house. Okay. Oh no, it wasn't in front of the house. That was later at the dance. They have a moment, but then she gets drug away. But yeah. he, she still doesn't say anything. Then he comes home after one of his debacles. Yeah, yeah. She's at the front of the house, and that's where she does start talking to friends. He's like, you knew it the whole time, you faker. And she's like, of course I knew English, you know. Yeah. I'm an exchange student. I have to know English, you know. Because then, then they went back to the lunchroom, and that's when, like, the jerky boy was starting to hit on the French He's girl. He's hitting on her. And then he, then he, and he, and then John Cusack gets pissed off. He goes, all right, I challenge you to erase the K-12 or whatever, like, you know, oh, Sunday. Myers, yeah. You know, be there or whatever, you know. It's like, you know, and the guy's like, you know, fine, jerk. And then, yeah. they, and he goes, just me and you. And then I think Booger tells everybody. No, no, like a second later, it comes over the loudspeaker. Oh, yeah, this yeah. just then, <laughs> Myers racing on the K-12, you know. And he sings down. And then she's like, oh, you can do it. And he's like, and then, oh. and then it turns out that she's over his house one day, and he's talking about his car, and she's like a car mechanic, too. Yeah. You know? So she, she comes out in the morning, and she's underneath the car fixing it. So they work together to fix it. And she's like, oh, if I can just motivate you and tell you you're not a loser. So they get the hot rod running, and then that's one. You know, you got to give a, a success, and then you'll get... You more know, success. One more success. Yeah, one more success, know. and then it'll be better or whatever. And then he has a date with her where he takes her to... He still has the keys to that place. So yeah. they break into the burger place, and he, like, cooks uh, dinner, TV dinners, because that's, right. that's what he got for Christmas. Yeah, that's he got TV for Christmas dinners. TV dinners from his mother, yeah. And he starts playing saxophone, which is this weird thing that they do, but Just whatever, you know. Yeah. song or whatever, so... Then it sets up for the big, you know, challenge yep. at the end. He actually goes and he actually goes and gets the uh, a new pair of, of skis. That's skis. where that guy comes out so in the full body cast. Yeah, He's like, yeah. yeah. But they so then now she's they're out skiing and she's like, oh, let me show you. And she skis down the K twelve and he crashes. 
And then, then, then they're laying there kind of frolicking, like, and then that's when Booger shows up and he's like, there's, um, oh, we did forget the main plot point, which was that the, the paper boy comes to the door at one point in the middle of the movie and says, you, you know, four weeks or four weeks, $2. 28 papers, $2 cash. Yeah. And he's like, I don't have any money. So this kid is like chasing him. Throughout the whole, the whole movie, movie, just yelling two dollars, two dollars, like, and he, he's always like kind of running from him. Well, now Booger goes. Everyone's waiting for you. You got to get going. Yeah. He runs over his ski by as he leaves, which breaks it. So the girl fo- goes with Booger, and he's like, "Oh my God, I only have one ski. What am I gonna do?" Then this kid shows up out of nowhere in the yeah. middle of the woods on a BMX bike with skis on it. He's like two dollars, and there's like all of his friends start sur- surrounding him. So now Myers, uh, which is John Cusack, is just running from this kid, like, for his life. And he shows up at the top of K-12, and he's like, they start racing. Myers has one ski, and he's racing down the mountain for the big finale. And the kid's chasing him on this BMX bike, who ends up going over a cliff. And then, you know, Myers wins the race on one ski. On one ski, yeah. And the girl, his ex-girlfriend, Beth, comes over, but then he's like, no, he says, just get out of here. He just leaves, and he goes to get... Because uh, the mother and Ricky steal back the French girl. Yeah. So now he grabs her back, and then they start sword... They have a sword duel with, with those like, ski with things, skis, ski yeah. poles. And then Cusack ends up ends up winning, and he, and he yeah. so knocks out the mother, too, I think. So yeah, they, oh, they both and she's got And now she's got, like, bandages on the bottom of her oh, face. Oh, it's so weird-looking. Hey, Ricky, you went after... after after the she she had the accident at the house and he's like oh, I'm sorry your mother blew up Ricky you know? yeah uh, he got their driving he's like sorry I blew your mom up <laughs> <laughs> like the the whole movie is so funny and stupid there's so many dumb little one liners that just make you laugh and laugh and laugh um, so then he wins the girl and then it's like kind of happy ending you know and then oh Ricky gets some nerdy girl to yeah. like him or whatever and then it's happy ending at the very end as they're walking away the, the two dollars is following him still because yeah. Yeah. he survived like the you know the plunge from the top of the K-12 yeah. and you probably hear from my voice and my adulation how much I laughed at this movie how silly it was it's just one of those things where I don't know you, you gotta watch it and describe like you gotta like Watch this movie. If you've never seen Better Off Dead, please, if you like comedy, go out and watch it. If you it. like what we're talking about, go check it out. Yeah, because th- this is one that you I never laughed so hard. Like, not, I've laughed harder, but I mean, it, it's so funny. I mean, I laughed so much. And I think I laughed much more than you did uh, at, with it and at it, you know, but it, it really hit home with me. It was a really silly, funny movie. Yeah, it's It a was a great one. mix of a lot of stuff that I like. It's, like a, it's like a mess. It's a hot mess that works because the, yeah. the performers carry the movie so you know? well. They, 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 they champion this, and there was none of that. They play it right. There was none of that over winking at the camera crap. No, this was a serious straight up. Everybody comedy played their part perfectly. Oh, it, was, it was funny, very funny. The cast yeah. really made this movie. Yeah, you know? and then they they parlayed this, and then they did uh, one crazy summer, which I think was Demi Moore, wasn't Demi it? Moore. Demi Moore got got. Uh, Bobcat Goldthwait, and I forget yeah, who else yeah, is in it. Yeah, I, um, I watched that one quite a bit too, but I really was a fan of that animation and live action yeah, kind of. Yeah. It plays off its off each other. The second one uh, much more than this first one, but it was still good. Yeah, this like Mad Magazine. You know? Yeah. Every t- everywhere you can get a sight gag or a returning gag, get it. just do it. Do it. Yeah. They'll just do it. If it laughs, if it worked, they'll just do it again and it'll work again. So. I was surprised when I was looking at the the uh, 
the uh, IMDb. Music, crappy music. Oh, though. yeah. When I was looking at the IMDb, all these stars, most of which have a great deal of, of other movie stuff on their credits, yeah. in there known for, this one is always there. Yeah. So this that's when I was like, ooh, this is not a B movie, but eh. I'm like it was one of those things where I was like, yeah, we'll just roll we'll it. Let you slide this every now and then. Who cares, you know? Yeah, we're uh, not going to be doing Gone with the Wind or Citizen Kane or anything like uh, that. But we'll let you. Slide although it. Citizen Kane, I think we could almost do now in this movie, but uh, I don't know. we're not going to. Don't want to. So that's, that's it. I I mean I give this obviously it's like a nine. Um, I give it an eight. Yeah, I, I really had fun with it. Loved it just like I did the first million times I saw now, it. You do know. you own it though? No. Well, you no, should. Yeah, I know. I know. I should run out and get the Blu-ray. Should run and get the Blu-ray and watch it. I'm sure it's on a times. double Blu-ray. With I have so much trouble. You re- should watch it over and over again. So you know, um, you know, she'll yeah. she'll go crazy. The, on um, Are you watching this movie again? No, like I have trouble buying stuff. Even like stuff like the Terminator, which I love. Yeah. If you if you've watched the movie so many times, you know it line for line. It's hard to buy like the next generation, like. It's hard to go out and buy a Blu-ray if I've memorized a movie, like I should. And but it's hard. Like you're like I don't know, man. You know why I like buying them? Because one day I'll have somebody over and go, hey, let's watch this, and it's there. You know, as yeah. opposed to like I know you can probably find it somewhere online, but sometimes you can't. You know, uh-huh. I don't subscribe to anything, so uh, you know it is what it is. You know, and so I like having it around just because the yeah. mood hits. Yeah, you watch it. Or when you need a movie for, like, Slow Robot at Go-Go, there it is. Yeah, you know? there it is. Much like, a, like we're going to be getting a couple of the movies we're doing are, are on DVD that we're going to be ripping yeah. DVDs because we just, they're not out there. Yeah. And that, that's really hard. There was a lot of movies I was looking They've for. They've been taking movies out off YouTube. A lot. They took Black Sunday off. I was going to pick that one and they took it off. I had a list of movies I went through and yeah, not a, a single lot. one of them was out there. And these are movies no one cares about. Mm-hmm. So I was like, what's going on here? Well, these are movies that I had um, bookmarked and they're gone now. Yeah. Sorry. Sure. You know, infringement. That's you know, the way of the reported world. Reported by, you know, Snarky Snark Man or whatever. And then you <laughs> see them two weeks later. I hate Snarky Snark Man. And you see him two weeks later, like for rental, two ninety nine or something. I think he was king of the snow. I think he was the head of the the ski cat, the ski team in my town. Was Snarky McSnarker? Yes, he was. All right, that's enough. Enough. Snarky McSnarker. <laughs> Here's Don Sullivan singing that song you love so much, the Mushroom Song. See you next week, everyone.
garden, beautiful garden, held in the arms of a world without joy. Then there was laughter, wonderful laughter, for he created a girl and a boy. And the Lord said, oh, laugh, children laugh, the Lord said, laugh, children laugh, the Lord said, laugh. I never felt any more like laughing than I do right now. 